Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and today we're going to be talking about how to navigate family members who don't believe, or, or friends, close people to you that don't believe in Jesus. How do you navigate that? How do you go about evangelizing to them? You know, can you go too far? Can you shove it down their throat? We're going to touch on that today. Guys, thanks for listening. I, I, I'm just blown away by the support for the podcast. You know, we've had a, I think it was a record month, um, just an incredible amount of streams, and it's all because of you guys listening. And I remember when we were trying to break 200K like a week ago, and now we're approaching 250 uh, for, for all-time streams, and it's just, it's incredible. So thank you for listening, guys. Keep sharing the podcast. It's reaching people. Um, you know, I, I heard a, uh, someone say that, you know, if you preach to, let me see if I can remember this right. If I win 10,000 souls a week, uh, it would take me a lifetime to win, you know, like a certain amount of souls, say like a million or something or something, you know, something big. But they said, if I win 10 people a week who then go out and win 10 people, you could reach the whole globe in like a couple of years. There's this multiplication effect. And so that's what I'm hoping. When you receive something from anyone that blesses you, that speaks to you, that gives you revelation, go share it, share it. Don't keep it to yourself. So all of that to say, please share this if it speaks to you. I know there's a lot of people that have unbelieving family, friends, and you know, this is stuff we need to know how to how to navigate. Um, also, we're still accepting applications to the Kingdom School, and we're hiring, and we're fundraising. We've got a lot going on. We need your help. That's all I can say. I just announced yesterday on social media we've got another baby boy on the way, due in September, and uh, we're not going to be able to do this without you guys. Not only, you know, the added financial of another child, which is honestly not that intense, but uh, we will be spread a little more thin. And so we're going to need some help with the ministry stuff. And uh, you can find out more at shanewinnings.com. Finally, you can pre-order my new book. It is out for pre-order. It's coming out this fall. It's called Your Next Leap of Faith. Find out all about it at shanewinnings.com. You can see the cover. I've done a cover reveal on the website. So I hope you enjoy it. All right. We're talking about friends and family who they're not they're not running the same direction as you now this is tough because if you're a real believer then you actually care about other people's eternity you actually care about their salvation so it's very hard when people say things to you like um well you know i don't want you shoving that stuff down my throat or it's fine. And let me say this, just because people say that doesn't mean that's what you're doing. A lot of times people will put up walls or defenses and uh, they will point the finger to try to shift focus off of themselves. And if they can make you feel bad, then maybe you'll stop. There's been plenty of times where I asked someone uh, if I could just pray for them. And they're like, dude, keep your Jesus stuff to yourself. You don't got to shove it down my throat. And I'm like, I literally... I only asked a question, you know, is that shoving it down your throat? Like, my goodness, you're sensitive. Um, that's what I'm thinking, you know. And sometimes I'll say something like that. I'll say, hey, I only asked a question. 
You know, why are you saying shove it down your throat? All I did was ask you a simple question. Why, why does that offend you so badly? Now, you realize why people get offended at Jesus is because Jesus is exactly who he says he is. And we are in a spiritual war. And the enemy knows that. I mean, he's in it. And so he is trying to convince the world that Jesus is um, either a lunatic or he's uh, a liar. Anything except who he says he is. But the enemy knows. Guys, the devil saw Jesus get crucified and he saw him raised from the dead. And then he saw him come to hell and take the keys away from him. Like, if anybody knows who Jesus is, it's the devil. He knows, okay? So because he knows, he is trying to get the world to hate Jesus. Why is it okay for so many other faiths to be represented and stuff and share their opinion and all this and, you know, the Muslim days and all these things? I mean, think about it. How many, how many different faith groups have you seen represented, you know, throughout your life, whether it's in the news or they have some kind of festival or something like that, and there's never a problem. But when it's Christianity, people go nuts. When someone has to dress a certain way in the military because of their faith, and they're like Islamic or something like that, it's okay. But why is it that if you're a Christian, it's not taken as seriously, or people don't... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever noticed that it's different? Or in like a world religions class, like I I took a world religions class before and Christianity was not widely talked about, even though it's one of the most popular religions. It was like, no, 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 we're going to study other religions. I'm like, well, what about this one? This is a world religion. This is one of the leading world religions. No, you know, it's so interesting. But you understand when you see things spiritually, this is all part of the enemy's plan. I mean, it's even inbred into our language. You know, I, I've heard this uh, taught before, and this is so good, but it's like, you know, have you ever heard someone say, oh, God, damn it, right? God, damn it. As if God is the one who is damning. Where did that language come from? Like, how did that, think about it. Someone someone messes up. I've, I've been on the golf course, and, and I was on the golf course the other day, and some guy hit his ball into the water, and he was saying that. He was dropping the GD. And I'm like, isn't that so interesting that that has woven itself into our language that over and over and over again, even if it's subconsciously, we're seeing God as one who damns, who's bad. Or when someone takes Jesus' name in vain, it's like he's the one to blame. Have you ever paid attention to that, guys? That is just, that is in people. Where did that come from? We have to understand. Why am I saying all this when we're supposed to be talking about family members and salvation? You have to have a solid foundation before you're going to approach um, these kind of topics with family and friends. You, you, because if you have uh, misplaced, misguided, or just totally wrong expectations, you're going to be upset. You have to understand that there is a spiritual war going on that Satan has been working since the beginning of time, but really for the last few thousand years since Jesus defeated him to undermine God's authority. And that's why people can say, hey, hey, man, like, leave your religion out of it. 
Like, dude, this isn't my religion. This is my life. I don't know what you've been exposed to or experienced, but I, I this isn't just something I put on my dog tags. Like, this is my whole life. Jesus is my life. I don't understand where I'd be without him or what I would be doing. I would have no purpose on this earth if it wasn't for Jesus. Literally, I would just be doing what everyone else is doing, trying to, you know, climb the ladder and do the whole rat race of life and just make it to the top and enjoy it while you're here. Like, what? what is that? That's exhausting. It doesn't ever produce true fruit. It's never fulfilling. There's no joy or peace in that life. There's only temporal feelings of maybe happiness and some type of, you know, uh, you know, relaxation, not even true rest. And nothing can provide rest for the soul and peace to the soul and to the mind except Jesus Christ. So you have to understand, before you're going to get into any of this stuff, is Jesus Christ your whole life? Because if he's not, you're going to have a hard time winning over your family or your close friends. And here's why. They have seen Christianity on some level, and they didn't like it. Now, maybe it was too hard for them, because the Bible does talk about, you should read the parable of the sower. Uh, There's people who received the word with joy, but then life got hard. The word was tested, and they immediately stumbled. There's people like that. Maybe they were once in church, and now they don't even have anything to do with God. There's also people who have departed from the faith because of the temptation, uh, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires of life. These things have choked out their faith or even just caused them to willfully walk away. So we have to understand where people are coming from. Now, why I'm saying all that is this. I do believe it's important to share the gospel with your family and friends, but what they are going to see more than anything, is your life lived. And this is really the point of this pretty short episode. It's not going to be too much longer. Um, it's, it's just a short bit of encouragement to you. And it might not be what you're looking for because there's not a quick fix or a quick answer. This is how I believe we win our friends and family. Not only by praying for them, obviously. We had our monthly donor Zoom last night and one of, the, one of our donors was sharing about a, a family member who is in a tough spot. And I gave them some advice about um, how to strategically pray for that person. Guys, if you want to be on our monthly Zooms, um, you just have to sign up at shanewinnings.com. Become one of our monthly donors. Support our family monthly for any amount, and you get access to the Zooms. Just make sure you put in a good email. But I was sharing about the importance of prayer. And prayer is incredibly important. I mean, it moves mountains. It's how we communicate with God. But there, it, it, it's, it, this is where, like, to me, the, the scripture in James comes in, where it says, faith without works is dead. I can pray for a family member until I'm blue in the face. But if I'm not walking this thing out, I am not setting a good example. I'm not showing them the love of Jesus. What am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, we have the great privilege to reveal God to those around us. So here's what it might look like for your friends and family. Maybe they're interested. Maybe they want nothing to do with Jesus. Show them Jesus. Show them with your life. You don't have to preach at them. Now, if the Lord opens the door or they start a conversation or whatever, it comes up, 
hey, go for it. Seriously, I do. Anytime I get an opportunity when I'm around close friends or any family that's, you know, straight off or unbelieving or in a totally different religion, if I get the opportunity, I will share the gospel. And it's not like, hey, well, you know, Jesus Christ died and he rose again the third day. That's not what I mean when I'm talking about sharing the gospel with your family. What I mean in that instance is I am listening to what people are saying and I'm applying scripture and heavenly wisdom to what they're saying. I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation with a family member um, that they were having a tough time and I just responded with the Bible. And they were like, oh, that is beautiful. That is so, where did you, that is so smart. And I said, yeah, that's the Bible. And over the years, what kind of impact do you think that has? When every smart or wise thing that comes out of my mouth is not my own thought. It's me saying, hey, that's actually from the Bible. Like what I'm telling you is, is truth. It's life. That is powerful. And notice I said the word years. Sometimes winning a family member or a close friend over to Jesus can take a long time. Guess what? They might not buy into what you're saying, but when they watch how you respond to the issues of life, because the Bible says we're all going through issues, right? We're all facing trials. Everyone's going through something. And guess what? Your friends, your close friends and your family, the ones that you let in or the ones that are close enough to see, they can see the things that you're walking through. And if you're a sold-out Christian, all in, surrendered to Jesus, you're not going to respond like everyone else would. You're going to respond differently. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. Your salvation, their salvation depends on your ability to... That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that they're going to see you doing your best to live for Jesus in the midst of the storms of life. They're going to see you walk with integrity and purity. They're going to see you have peace when it doesn't make sense. Have joy when you shouldn't, when the rest of the world would be mourning. They're going to see these things, and they're just going to provoke their heart to ask you, what is it that makes you the way that you are? How are you so calm? How are you so peaceful? How do you have so much joy? I saw what you went through. How are you? And that is where you come in and you say, it's Jesus. I've been telling you about him. I haven't been pulling your leg. I'm not lying. This is the real deal. He's the reason I am the way that I am. Guys, I'm telling you, when you do something like that, it will speak volumes. And eventually, people, they're, they're going through life and they're experiencing loss. They're, they're, they're experiencing the mountaintops and the valleys just like everybody else. And, and these other things that they're trying, you know, there might be new agey stuff or, or other religions or no religion, that stuff is going to wear out eventually. Like, there, I don't believe many people can make it too long in life without believing in something. I mean, even now on social media, we're seeing people begin to come around to the gospel. It's because they've tried everything else and it didn't work. And there's you, not throwing it in their face, not saying I told you so. There's you, just continuing to walk with Jesus. You're steady. You're steady. They're scrambling they're trying to find their way through life or you know what maybe they're very successful and they're not scrambling but how many of you know that the things of the world they never will truly fulfill you and those people will feel emptiness 
They absolutely will. And when they see you, maybe you have less, maybe you have little, maybe you have much, but you are fulfilled in Jesus. They're going to want what you have. So my word for you today, if you're trying to win family and friends, be bold about your faith. Don't be shy. Don't hide it. Don't buy into the thing of where you're offending me or this and that. Don't don't get baited into that stuff. Tread lightly, you know, as far as you're not trying to force it into every conversation. If you're a real Christian, it's just going to come out of you. Okay, you're not trying to force it. You're not trying to kick a door in. God will just open these doors because he lives inside of you. But I'm telling you that your life lived will speak louder than any words that you will share. In fact, your life lived will just confirm the words that you've spoken. So make sure that you're walking that walk out. And the only way that you can become the very thing that you're trying to share is by spending time alone with Jesus every single day. The closer you get to Jesus, the more you're going to be like him, look like him, sound like him, talk like him, respond like him, and your family is going to see Jesus in you. At that point, they're either going to have to just harden their heart and turn away from him, or they will cave. They'll give in to Jesus because he is a lover and he is wooing hearts and he wants to use you to woo the hearts of your family.